and I can't find out where I am. Here I am. Let's do this thing. I'm in the wrong playlist. Here we go. by an American and an Australian sounding like an Indian person recorded April 12, 2013 with your host Jake Wesley and Ed Gamble <laughs> the show that helps your use control X in the most inappropriate way possible. <laughs> and how long can I can use this stupid accent? I don't know. And scene. <laughs> this is a music review. This is honestly Trevor. Uh, this is a music review oh, podcast boy. by two Indian guys apparently today. Um... It is recorded <laughs> Friday, April 12th, 2013. My name's Daryl Campbell. I'm joined by Jake Wesley. Jake Wesley, welcome back. Hello, and uh, and I'm pretty sure we're getting hate mail from Kuthra Polly from Big Bang Theory. Or Indians. Or Indians. Indians. The actual Indians, not the Native Americans, because the Native Americans is the proper term. So. Or curry uh, restaurant owners. <laughs> And we're being racist. So, no, hello, people. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Anyway. Not being we, we do it in fun. We do it for love. We, we love you long time. Yes, we do. We do love you. We give you a big hug and maybe kisses. If you're, <laughs> if you're my type, ladies. Okay. <laughs> okay. But if, you, if you haven't noticed, this is, um, we're recording this on Friday instead of, um, well, Saturday for Dale. Um recording this on Friday because yesterday we had to uh, end it a little short, but we're coming back and we're doing it again. So, it's going to be fun, people. It is going to be fun. How much of Rough Cuts can we recreate for word for word? Hopefully a lot of it. <laughs> well, so well, so far we haven't done a good job of it. <laughs> we got a different direction. All right. Which is fine. This is a better direction. Yes. Our intro yesterday, we were Hispanic. No, I'm kidding. No, we weren't. <laughs> um, no. Oh, now that we're <laughs> Now we're going to get hate by off being we're... racist. Oh. Ang- angry missiles from North Korea. <laughs> hey, you can take all of those angry missiles. I don't think they can fire them down I don't think because they... they can't figure out how to turn them upside down. And if they even figure out, they're going to get errors because they're using Windows 8. So, <laughs> Hi, I use Windows 8. Shut up. I do too, so I can't really say much. <laughs> Alright, well, let's not talk about Windows 8. Let's not talk about missiles. Let's talk about music! Let's! Do we want to jump straight into the thing? Well, the thing we usually do. Hey, what the hell are you listening to? That was really quiet. Uh- it was. Um, can you speak louder, listener person? I you. There we go. Oh, do you want me to play it again? <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, why not? 
Hey, what the hell are you listening to? This is there we go. The I can hear you now. Anyway. It is. It's 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 an experimental show today. Yes, this is the part of the show where we talk about what we're listening to in music. Dale's the all as always is going first. Mr. Dale. Am if I can figure out how to control my nose. Um <laughs> This Oh my gosh. Um Did someone did someone steal your nose? They did. I got your nose. Anyway. Um <laughs> I get your nose. I get it back. <laughs> For everyone you... listening to this, we are not drunk. It is 8 in the morning here, and I, although I was saying before the show that I am actually tempted to go downstairs and get a beer. But anyway, that's a different story. And it's my last day before a seven-day work week, so it's going to be drinking. Always. Anyway, there's an Australian artist that I've been listening to lately called Kate Miller High... Called... She's called oh. no. Um, her name is Kate Miller Heike. Uh, and Heike. Her, I think this was her second full-length album. Like she's done some EP. Do I sound really weird to you? That's weird in my own head. <laughs> you squeaked. <laughs> I did. I thought I did. <laughs> I sound really weird in my head. You squeaked. <laughs> really weird in my head. Anyway, like that. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Once again, we are not drunk. <laughs> I'm high off caffeine. There's a difference. All right. Um, and her second full-length album called Curiosa. Curiosa. See, I keep uh, doing this. Curious, sir. Huh? Curious, sir. Curious, curious. Curious and, and curious, And she knows how to write a catchy hook. Even, even in a song. I keep doing the squeaky thing. Sorry. Jeez, stupid nose. Who needs a nose? Um, I think he knows. Sorry. <laughs> she knows how to write a hook, and she is a pop, electro pop artist. So, it is. Wow, squeaky. I don't know. Okay, we get it. We're just squeaky. <laughs> I'm just. Are you squeak? You're squeaky clean today. I'm squeaky clean today. Um. And even in songs that are meant to be, you know, softer songs, she does it in mm-hmm. there as well. But it, she writes it to suit the mood of the song. So, mm-hmm. if it's in depth, it's in depth. So, and if it's poppy, she'll write a poppy tune, if that makes sense. So, If she's in the mood for pop, she does pop. If she's not, she does classical. I don't know. And if she's in the mood for both, she does classical crossover. And she is on the um, iTunes store in the US. Ah. I found that. So, oh, I see which album you're talking about where she's kind of dressed like an older Cindy Lou Who. Yeah, that's the one. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. So there's a song she does called Are You Effing Kidding Me? Yep. There's one that's in there called that's awesome. Can't Shake It, Last Day on Earth. That's what I'm talking about. You go from Can't Shake It, which is the poppy thing that I was talking about, to Last Day on Earth, which is a serious song. So, mm-hmm. so I recommend going listening to it. I listen to the whole album. It's all fantastic. So there you go. Right. So, Jake, okay. what are you listening to while I mute my microphone to try and sort out my nose? 
Okay, you do that. Um, well, I am listening to um, two things. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk about is um, the new single from uh, Miss Demi Lovato, who is um, probably one of the only Disney singers that started at Disney and went over to uh, um, full-on pop star and, and I think uh, went better from it and has actually done really well and I know there's going to be a lot of people that are like oh yeah but then there's Miley Cyrus I'm like I don't really care for Miley Cyrus that much sorry all these little girls listening um but um I prefer her because she's kind of matured um over matured more over time than uh many artists who have come from the Disney genre and done it quicker and she's also she just released her um first single off her new album called um heart attack which is a pretty one of my probably one of my favorite songs she's done where it's just the composition of the song is very interesting and changes in the little of the song but it's it's still it still matches the uh the direction the song goes and how it's played out and she really she displays her vocal range pretty really really well with this with um how uh iTunes calls it filled with passion and power um but um still with this vulnerable touch into her voice and speaking of and speaking of her album it's coming out May 14th which I will probably I'll probably choose for my album review that week so expect that coming soon and if you haven't heard her new single, uh, it's called Heart Attack, which has a really weird video to it. And I don't know if you've seen the video, Dale, or no, not, I but um, it's <laughs> it's just it, it's not my favorite video because it's all it is 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 her walking slowly to the um, camera with her hair blowing in the wind, and it's hair's going everywhere and then all of a sudden she's blackface and I'm like, oh my god, she's a minstrel. Um and then she start her hands are dirty and she rubs it all around her neck and her neck gets dirty. I'm like, ah oh, you're getting yourself dirty. Ah, go wash but, yourself. Um, go shower now. But um <laughs> no, not the best video. But um really really good uh song and the second song the out or music what is it? Song or music? Second um, selection of music that I've been listening to has been songs taken from the Phantom of the Opera. And yes, I am talking about the actual op- uh, musical, <laughs> if you didn't know that already. But um, I've just been really interested in um, uh, uh, listening to it. And not like not just the songs from the... Um, uh, not just the songs from the movie version. I'm talking about like the actual uh, original cast production and um, the tr- the tracks getting there for like featuring Sarah Brighton as the original Christine, and then um, uh, I keep forgetting the guy who played the Phantom originally though. But um, really, it was a real. It's a really like very talented cast, and these are very talented people, and they recently. The pa- over the past couple of years, they've celebrated their um, 25th anniversary of the uh, the uh, musical that was composed by Andrew Lloyd Webber. And my two favorite songs on this on Earth, my two favorite songs off of this um, 
of this album and composition musical um, is um, uh, Think of Me, which is the probably the most popular song to come from it. And it's been covered by many artists. There's even been a pop cover of it um, by, uh, their, by American Idol alum uh, David Archuleta. He did a pop cover of it, and it was very interesting. He didn't do the at the end, but um, it was it, it was a interesting spin on it, and I I really appreciated it. But um, the second one is is the theme, main theme, the fan and the opera, which I think is just it, like it's just awesome and like dark, uh, gritty, but with powerful vocals, and the ending. With with uh, the character Christine going into a really high register is just chilling, so that's that. That's Phantom of the Opera and Demi Lovato, two completely different types of music, but roll yeah, with it, I'm, folks. I'm watching this heart attack video. It is weird. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong; she's a very pretty girl, but I want you to like have some sort of plot in a video when I see a video done. I don't really like the the songs, and this is this is what um, many K-pop songs have um, done and that, that failed at is where they'll do a video and they'll only do a dance video. And I don't, I, I mean, I like watching dance or dancing, but I don't, I want it to like go somewhere. And if it doesn't go anywhere, it's like, mm. but for this video, it just, it's just her singing with the band and getting herself dirty, dirty and dirtier. That's about it. There's something so, wrong with that, by the way. Oh no, there's nothing. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but I just, I just like my videos going somewhere, not just like rubbing like, yourself like, with. Ooh, ah, ooh, yeah. No, I don't like that. That's that. That is my reputation of videos. <laughs> is they go, ooh, ah, oh ooh, yeah, ah, oh. <laughs> I'm so glad we don't have you on webcam because I'm sure you'd be demonstrating how that works <laughs> right about now. Yes, I did demonstrate it, and I'm like, okay, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. okay. All right, now I'm scaring myself. Let's move on, shall we? Let's move on to a sound clip that sounds a bit like this. Topic of note. Oh, the topic of note. Don't you know? You see, part of the show, and now I'm <laughs> now doing it's doing again. <laughs> um, Welcome right, to Accent Week. Stop it. Stop it. We got a theme this week, yes. Um, this is part of the show where we pick a topic that we talk about, and it's a little different than usual because we've only really done it once. We're kind of retained to like our choice of um, like genres, songs, and whatever. But um, this week, we are asking each other a question that relates to some of our favorite songs and um if you are listening at home we would like to know your opinion on this as well so um i'm going to ask the question and then you can send it to us your answer like by uh emailing us at roughcutspodcast at gmail.com and the question is dale are you ready i'm sitting down yes okay yes are you sitting are you sitting comfortably i'm hang on this might uh, this this might oh there you go <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> Until I wasn't sitting comfortably. Now I am. Yes. All right. For 500 points, 
Name three songs that you will always listen to no matter what mood you're in. Okay. How many weeks was this in the dock for? Um, about a month. And I didn't prep for it. Mm. Yay for me. Good um, job. Squeaky thing again. Um, oh, my lord. Wow. Enough, enough with the squeaky! Enough Sorry. with the squeaky! No squeaky for you! On a side on a side note, I found out I can get the Phantom of the Opera book free on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Why was I looking? I don't know. I don't know either why. I actually might be we an never, interesting we never, read. You never know why. Why we? Um, it, I think it's not obviously you can't. Uh, I mean, you can read music, but you can't actually like physically read you it. You can like, read it and then sing it to yourself. I, Does that help? Yes, I believe it's just the story version of it, not the um, musical version. So there you go. All right, but continue. Continue. Actually, I said this on the recreation on the original episode. I'm actually changing my answer. Okay. <laughs> well, it's the same artist. So, The Attic, who are another electro pop duo. Actually, there's two of them. Two, two males. Um, and all of their electro stuff is just fantastic, if you can actually find it anywhere anymore. I think they've actually pulled everything from iTunes, because I tried looking, and I couldn't find any of it on iTunes. So. Um, is there, is any other album's name called, like, In the Red? No. Uh, The Attic. The Attic. Chill and, chill, chill and boost your self-confidence. No. <laughs> Okay, that's not it. Um, but go ahead, continue. Uh, their song from 2007 called Remember Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a fantastic song. And am I muted? No, I'm not. Um, it's... It's just fantastic. It's one of those songs is where you can listen to it in a bad mood and it'll lift your mood. And if you listen to it in a good mood, it'll still keep you in that good mood and maybe improve your mood even further. It'll heighten you. It'll heighten, heighten your, your mood. It'll get you to that peak. Oh, God. It'll get make you get to that peak quicker. That's not what I was meant to say. <laughs> that, that's fine. It's fine? Oh. Get, to your peak, get to your peak quicker. Quicker than a cup of coffee. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So if you could if you could find it, I'd recommend listening to it. Remember Tomorrow by The Attic. Um, and I, I tried doing the, you know, in the uh, album section. You click on that in the, in the store and it says couldn't find Remember Tomorrow in the iTunes store. So there you go. Try looking on YouTube or something like that. Yeah, there's no on uh, US store does not have the iTunes for them either. So, oh, what about your second choice, Mister? My Campbell? second choice, scrolling down my iTunes, is not rough cards. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> we do music. Oh uh, well, we talk about it. We talk about it. It's in my library. Um, mm-hmm. actually, covers wise. Uh, Joe Cocker, I'm just a big, big, big Joe Cocker fan. Okay. And 
his cover of. I'm glad you say. I'm glad you put Joe in front of Cocker. Yes, Same. I'm a huge Cocker fan. Really, <laughs> really, this is all we got now, dude. All right. Oh, got the sound clip. Okay, now. Yes. All right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Play that back to me, will we? All right. <laughs> if I could, I would. I gotta go. I gotta go back and keep capturing things. Yes. And re-import them because iTunes freaked out again. So. Oh, brilliant. But Joe, okay, so Joe Cocker. Joe Cocker, right. and I'm a huge Squeeze fan as well. And I actually requested the called in to cover build and requested this one. And it got played. Oh. Yay! Along with my voicemail, which sounded really, really dumb. But anyway, play on. <laughs> um, so that's Tempted by Joe Cocker from Civilized Man in 1984 of all years. Ooh. Uh, what else? Another one. Um, jeez. Oh, I just saw a, a very disturbing album art from him. <laughs> Is it actually a it just... Cocker? Anyway. It, lo- it, it looks like he's... Oh, oh my god. No, <laughs> um, it looks like he, it looks like he's making the duck face. Ooh. If you know what that is. Um, what was the song called again? Tempted. Tempted. I'm trying to find it here on iTunes. So, oh, Why don't I just search? That, <laughs> that might help. Just easier. So, um, what about this song makes you, like, really inter- like, makes you really pumped about it? Um, it's just the beat. It's just yeah, you know Joe Cocker and his um, leave your hat on and how he uses that beat all the time. Well, not really that particular beat, but you know that same style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just that style. Is just uh, there's something about his style that I like. So okay, so many so many songs. Also, if you uh, search "tempted" by itself on iTunes, you get a whole slew of disturbing things pop up. Ooh, really? Like you get you get all the songs. Like "Squeeze" was the first one that popped up. Was the artist because you said it was he did a cover of it, right? Yeah, "Squeeze." Or did they do a cover? Oh, okay. Um, and and then a couple lines down, it shows the romantic audiobooks. So I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's no. what doing squeeze will do to you when you do an iTunes to that search. <laughs> Oops. Okay. And that guy oddly looks like John Travolta. But all right, so Ew. what about your first? Yeah, I know. Well, not 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 the bloated John Travolta. <laughs> he's not. He's not looking at you and going. You want to touch my ringer? You want to touch my hair? Don't touch my hair. Touch my hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, grasp it. Okay. <laughs> All right, um, and your third song. <laughs> wow, third song is a hard one. Oh, wow. That's what she said. Oh! <laughs> Snap. And we're on a roll on a Friday, folks. <laughs> Rolling on a Friday is the best way to do it. Wow, that has got to be hard. Um, jeez. <laughs> Shite. You know, it would have helped if I prepped for this. You're probably going, going, going thank God he's right taking now. forever. <laughs> oh, I've already got my three picked out. <laughs> um, oh, wow. This is why you started with me. Jeez. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I want to make sure you suffer. i got to say, I don't know who this is by. 
This is off a compilation mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. And it's another cover, of all things, so... Uh, it doesn't say who it's by, that is helpful. <laughs> so I'm just clicking through... It is by Jewel, and it's her cover of Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, please don't ju- judge Oh. <laughs> okay, that's funny. <laughs> really? That was originally one of my three. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> not not Jules' version, but Sweet Home Alabama. Ah, was one of the, was one of my three choices. That is strange, huh? So okay, I gotta use my al- alternate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you better use your number four now. Boost that number, up. Number boost. number four, boost up. You're promoted. Yes. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, something about that cover just puts an interesting spit on it. So, there you go. It's just, it's one of those songs that makes time fly, and that's some of my criteria. I need to put together a list of my favorite songs, so. Yeah, and, um, speak, and for, speaking of Jill, she actually just released a greatest hits album in, on, on my birthday of this year. Oh. Um, February 1st, 2013. There you go. Yeah. So, awesome for you, Jewel. Congratulations for that. And I I believe that's your three songs. I believe that is my three. So, Jake, you're going to take a whole of a lot less time than me. What's your favorite Oh, that depends. <laughs> all, right, all right. So, I'm going to go around the spectrum a little bit. There's three... Yeah, sort of different. They're they're pretty different. First one was the most recent one, which is um, it, it is a Bruno Mars song that every time I, this song comes up, I I always listen to it because it's quick, simple, and it's awesome to listen to. It's his song "Runaway Baby," which is only like two and a half minutes long, but it's probably one. It's probably my all time favorite song by him, with the exception of "Gorilla." Um, for more information, go to the very first episode of Rough Cuts. Or go to uh, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash carvo350 and look for <laughs> my parody version of it. <laughs> thank you for pointing that out. Um, yes, thank you. And I didn't even plug it. Um, so the thing about the song that really gets me is that the, 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 the song starts out with this awesome guitar uh, riff. And um, it's just—it has this like sort of like a James Brown feel to it, and it's just—it's fast, the high tempo, and and it gets and once you once it's over, you're like, what, what, seriously? Come on! I, I was getting what? started. I was getting started with this. And by the way, if you listen to the song live, holy crap, is it awesome! Huh. Like he goes into this dance, the the bands if and any song this band does or this man does and and does it live, um, is just a, a performance in itself because all of the all of the band is dancing along with um, Bruno while they're while they're performing their instruments, I don't, not the drummer because well you can't really you, you can't, can't really, really dance, dance that much on the drum, <laughs> you kind of just like go with it, uh, um, but. Uh, it's it's just really interesting, and their in and their live arrangements are just 
brilliant. This and this version is especially awesome because it's it's just it's it's very different to hear on very different to hear live, but it's enjoy it's very enjoyable. So that's my first song. The second song is any version of the song Yesterday by the Beatles. Huh. Um we sang this in high school when I was in uh choir and we did a we did the uh boys to men arrangement which is completely a cappella and that's what it's one of my favorite versions because it's um it's uh because of the vocal complexity to it when you when you put it in an arrangement like that but i also really like the original which is by paul mccartney and john lennon where it's um it's just on a guitar and it's just one guy singing and it's and it's simple and very and emotional and you know not there's not many people in the world who do not know what this song is and uh thank god that they know it so because it's a, it's a it's a it's a it's it's a musical gem and it should and it should be like, like highlighted like it should be one of those things where like if you're not a big music buff and you get into music it's one of the songs you have to listen to because it's it's just awesome right. and let's just take it let's take a moment to savor that yeah okay now my my third my third choice was gonna be sweet home alabama by leonard skinnard um which i could still technically do but um i mean that's pretty it's a pretty self-explanatory song once you hear that guitar riff you're just you're done you're ready to go um but i'll switch to one another one of my favorite bands though for the third one um the red hot chili peppers and their song uh give it away which is uh, which i actually requested for coverville as well um or actually tms on cover for coverville the, the the tms bit and um it is just the most bizarre but awesome song in the world to me it's just because well, is it pointless or it's like it's like you you read the lyrics you're like what is he talking about <laughs> like out here let me pull give it away the, let... give it away now give it away but i think i have an idea what he's talking about but um Ooh, yeah. let's let's just let's let's um read a little bit of the lyrics shall we Oh, this again. Yes, it's the part of the show where we pick a song and we read lyrics. Um, no, I do not want the bass. Lyrics read. <laughs> lyrics read. Okay. Um. Okay. Seriously. Load. Damn it. Load. Load. Also, this this video, if you've ever seen it, is completely bizarre. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Um, they're, they're, first off, they're all in their underwear. Like, <laughs> okay, this is already disturbing. But um, yeah, it's just it's just like if you're if you're on something like if you're high off something, then you're gonna be like, and you're gonna enjoy the video. But you're, but if you're watching it uh, uh, clean or sober, you're just like, I feel a little dirty. <laughs> so all right, so the fur the whole the whole like. The only thing I I know the song is give it away, give it away, give it away now, and then um, uh, what I got to gotta give it to your mama, what I got you gotta give it to your papa, and then those are the only parts of the lines that I actually understand. But then he gets into like um, 
uh, greedy little people in a sea of distress. Keep you keep your more to receive your less. Unimpressed by material excess. Love is free. Love me say hell yes. Um, that's my favorite line. <laughs> me say hell yes. <laughs> um, and then late, and then like he goes like, "Lucky me swimming in my ability, dancing down on life with agility." And then this is the disturbing line that I read. I just read it right now, and I realize it's disturbing. It's dancing down on life with agility, and then come and drink it up from my fertility. Ew. Mm-hmm. Gross. And and if you watch the video, he pretty much um shows you where. Um, but <laughs> let's not get into that. But the reason I like the song, however, is because it's a very different song and it's an awesome song and it's just the the instrument instrumentation of it is just like how do you come up with this like it's just uh, no matter what it is and no matter the subject matter of the song i gotta listen to it because i'm just enthralled by it so that's that folks you should you should definitely take a listen to that those three songs so yeah, and, and this just, just yeah, and this just in this just in Heidi Klum is now turning forty. Um, <laughs> completely just random, now? but just, like right now she's just turned forty. <laughs> I don't know, but you know she turned forty. So, congrats to you, Heidi Klum. You it, still look like you're twenty-four. It's <laughs> twenty-four. Wow, that's a specific age. And also, this just did. I think you dropped from the the dock. Oh, hold on, which is helpful. Back up. Let me hold back up. There, there you go. go. All right, put it back. Up. When, when my iPad, when my um iPad shuts off, it kind of disconnects me. But um, yeah. So that's the three songs we're listening to. So to review, uh, your three songs were "Remember Tomorrow by the Attic," "Joe Cocker," <laughs> "Tempted," and uh, "Jewel Sweet Home Alabama." And and then me was um. Uh, Runaway Baby by Bruno Mars, um, Yesterday by The Beatles, and then uh, was going to be Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skinner, but instead it's now uh, Give It Away by The Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, Which, by the way, that Elvis cover um, that uh, that Brian did was amazing. Or Elvis-like cover uh, of that, that song. One by, um, that, that was Dick just Brave amazing. The... No, Dick... No, is that... Say the word Dick over and over again. Uh, Dick Brave of the Heartbeats or something like that. Yes. And Brian, if you're listening, thank you for that. That was awesome. And oh, now I think it's time for that part of the show Speaking where we. of awesome. Yes. I don't have K pop before reviews. That's weird. Anyway, let's <laughs> move on to this. It's the part of the show where we pick an album, review it, say whether we like it or not. Now, before we start the review, I'm just going to say right off the bat, um, the last few weeks, we've picked an album that we pretty much were not impressed with. Um, We've had Justin Timberlake, which we both thought was way too long. And then before that, we had David Bowie, which um, we all thought was (laughs) way way too weird. And then then there was um, John Bon Jovi, which I thought was just too... I actually quite enjoyed that one. 
if I yeah, recall. I, I, but I, it helps if you're more contempt with him than me. Because I'm just like, really, Banjo? But, but I think we can safely say this week we both were impressed. Um, this is the new album by Paramore, which is self-titled, Paramore. And it's, I don't usually listen to their stuff. I was so impressed by their first song that I heard from them, which was Misery Business. Yeah, That was, it's one of my favorite songs, and I thought, that's pretty ingenious. And I also found out they are from the Tennessee area. So, Tennessee Connection. Tennessee Connection. Um, which we've had, which we've had a lot of Australian connections. So, but we've not had that many um, Tennessee connections. So awesome! Now we have one. Oh, and well, then Justin Timberlake's also from Tennessee. But pff, let's not talk about it because last week was just me. Um, this week, however, um, they um really hit it out of the park. Paramore. This was just like a um. I don't even know how to what to say okay, first. First um, of all, I'll say this: seventeen tracks. I was worried. Mm-hmm. From the there was there was a lot of songs on here. Um, uh, well, it was only seventeen tracks, sixty-one minutes. Yeah, which is that's, that's that's actually pretty reasonable. It's okay, it's, but you see seventeen tracks and go, uh, <laughs> really, yeah, and. But but what the as soon as you hear that um uh let me let me make sure I got the right car. song fast in my car and that's what she said um as, but as soon as you that hear that first the kids song are calling it these days anyway play on yes fast in the car um whoa 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 what the heck now sorry there we go all right but like yeah I'm gonna make sure I'm listening I I'm talking about the right one but let's see I think it's um as soon as you hear that drum beat. As soon as it like starts building up, I'm like, that's a great build up to an album, yeah. and was a very good choice to start out with. Where it's, it's just he's building up, and then you get really you're getting psyched, and then and then, hey and Haley, who's the lead singer, is, I don't even know, like she's like amazing. Yeah, her voice is, and her voice has matured so much after since her, uh, since that first album, where it's just now she's she's got more grit to it more emotion to it and it's just and she's very versatile on this entire album like like there's parts where she has her punkness into it and then she has this amazing r&b voice that she uses in her in the slower of songs and i'm just like could you marry me (laughs) you're just amazing just stop but okay i didn't listen to the first paramore album I didn't listen to the full one either, but... But, um, I listened... My first Paramore song was... I want to say... A song called... My Hero. Yes. I think. And, um, yes, it is. I will from say the, that they're... From the, the same oh, Misery Business EP. Mm. So, was it an EP? Yes. Oh, really? I thought it was a full album. Maybe it was an EP first? Maybe. That shows you how much I pay attention. Um, But yeah, so this is their first album since 2009, which is their album Brand New Eyes. They've had had a couple singles since then, or or one main single in particular. 
but um, they never actually had their full a full length album until now, um, which is which is fine because they delivered. Unlike a a few um, singers and bands that have that were <laughs> we've reviewed so far, <clears throat> um, but. Um, I was really impressed by this. What was um, some of your uh, favorite uh, songs on this album? Uh, some of my favorites, if I could actually pull up the album. Why would why did that load? I have no idea. Because you know, you just type Parable in, and somehow Dido comes up. <laughs> oh, and just uh, for the record, um, Riot was not their first album. It was actually an album called All We Know Is Falling. So. But, but they got really um, they got really famous off that album riot. So, I gotta say the um, little interludes they threw in too were actually pretty good. Yeah, um, I was surprised by these. Um, they it doesn't sound like anything they do. It's just it's very um, every time I hear the guitar, I always think of that the way that guitar goes is it. It reminds me of the cover of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, that has to be a ukulele. Yeah, it has to be. Which, yeah. pro- big props to y'all for doing that. So, I, I think, yeah, that helps break up the album a little bit. And if you pay close, very close attention to this, you'd see that the interludes actually do break up the album. So you've got the first mm-hmm. four, which are the rocking. Mm-hmm. The next five, which are your slower songs. Yeah. And then after the second interlude, you've got the three songs that are, you know, just, alright, they're there. And hey. the ones after that, you've got the two songs. And by the way, future, you don't have to be seven minutes for 53. Yeah, but... um. You know, it's apparently the thing to put a long song in there somewhere. Of course. Well, I did like the intro to it, though, where it shows them, like, in the recording session. That was that was um, an interesting intro. Like, you don't... There, there are some there are some songs where, like, uh, whether it's at the beginning or at the end of the song where they have, like, uh, they kind of sh- show you what, um, like, the reactions are before or after the song's over in the studio, which... It's not common, but a lot there are many artists who do it, and which is it's fine, and it's not a problem. But um, it it just kind of takes you in feel like into their like world a little bit on how they like like if they hit like a certain note that they just think is awesome, you hear the reaction of the whole production crew, yeah. where it's like, oh yeah, yeah. and that's just it just kind of like says like yeah that was good yeah, but um. <laughs> One of my favorite songs in the album, despite the intro to the song, is Ankle Biters. Because, um, it's a, you can hear that in the background, can't you? Um, which, it starts out really weird, but once, like, the, the main riff of the song comes in, it's just, I really like it. And I like how they go, you, you, Ankle Biters! In the song. So... That was very enjoyable. There, um, still the lead single "Still Into You" is, um, is really good as well. Um, like, and like you said, the interludes are just brilliant. The, yeah, the um, first four tracks were like, 
Okay, this is going to be the best album we've done on the show. Hopefully, yes, hopefully. Um, and I was when I, when I went in, I think the re- one of the reasons why I accepted this a lot more than uh, many of the albums we've done is um, quite a few of the albums have been like there, there's these groups that have been so established or singers that are so established that you ha- you kind of ex- you expect like a, a whole lot from them, and then when you realize they do something like meh, then you're disappointed and let down. Now. Paramore is still a band that you really ex- you expect something from them, but like they're I mean, I don't think I was I don't I wasn't really let down by it because, like, I guess I had the mind I I didn't I I foolishly had the mindset at one time where I was like oh anything Paramore does is awesome yeah because and if you have that mindset you're you're gonna be like well what if they have one song that's just really bad and you're like oh that written seat experience um but i didn't get that from this album and i didn't and this mindset i didn't i, w- I didn't want to be like um oh they have, everything's awesome i was like because because the last few albums we did i i thought oh oh david bowie's is gonna be awesome <laughs> and then it and it tanked and then i did the same thing with justin timberlake's album where i was like oh this now this is gonna be awesome this is gonna be epic and i was slightly impressed i wasn't it, it kind of got ruined by the length of the whole album and the songs. But then when it when it came to Paramore, I was like, okay, now do I want to get really psyched about it? Because the last time I did, I got up disappointed by other people. Yeah. So I I actually didn't know what to expect. Like I know I knew what who Paramore were and I knew what they were capable of, but I was like, okay, this is my first album that I would have to listen for to Paramore mm-hmm. and I didn't know what to expect and I was actually blown away so yeah it was I mean just delivered on all levels and there wasn't really a song on here like where I said to myself why do you have this on here yeah. I mean I agree if you, I, I, I mean I see what you mean like a future being a little longer but seeing as it's the last track yeah the last I'm track not... you can actually you forgive it a bit because it's like okay, mm-hmm. this is you're ending the album. All right, whatever. yeah. So I wasn't upset with that, but um, I mean, there the album is very versatile. At first, I thought it was going to be an album where it'd be like the um, everything was repetitive, but but thankfully it was not. I mean, yeah, you'll have some songs that are in the same key, but if you change it up, like how how you, how you perform it, then it's then you got a completely different song. So, um, big props to um, uh, Paramore. So, what? any final notes from you? Um, only to say that I reckon I'll listen to this album again, relatively. Oh, de- oh definitely. Definitely. I'm putting, I'm putting definitely the first 12 tracks in my heavy rotation. Yeah. Although, yeah, long album long. But it is one of those albums where you could it's so versatile you can go, Alright, you're switching it up now. That's good. And I, and I didn't even realize it was I went through sixty minutes of song or album album. I know, it was like you're done? Alright, what the hell Oh wow, I wasted it I'm not wasted, but I listened to this for an hour. Wow. It's like wow, that went that went by but I enjoyed it. Yeah. And but and the brain thing about an album, you can listen to it again. 
Yeah. And oh, so, yeah, you listen to it again, and you want to listen to it again, rather than... Yeah. I have to listen to this for a podcast, no. It's, is... yeah, it's not like, um, with Justin's album, where you're like, oh my god, I already went through it once. Or so Dick really came with the bad seats. remember that? I well, remember that. I don't think either of us got through that one. <laughs> so, alright, so, let's, um, I don't think... Let's start with you on the rating, because I'm usually the one who starts it, but I want you to do it this week. Yes. I will give it five last hopes. Five last hopes? Five Ooh. last hopes, and that's a good thing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> five last hopes. You can tell which what songs are favorite by what our <laughs> review is. Um, and then for me, I would say... Drum roll, please. Five ankle biters. That's right, folks. We front, we've got our first perfect album of the Rough Cuts pod, music podcast. Yeah, mark it down. April 12th. Hey. April 12th, 12th episode. Look at that. What do you know? Yeah, get a carb all around it. Paramore, congratulations. You were the first album in our collection to have a perfect five-star rating do I have a by sound, both of us. Do I have a sound clip that I could play to celebrate? I let's both pull up sound clips. <laughs> right, I've got I, my handy for once. What do so. I have? Ah, oh, it's not queued uh, up. It's not queuing up. Uh, I have uh, the perfect course. sound clip if it wants to load. At some point today, <laughs> this is perfect soundboarding, everyone. Yay! Yay. And, uh, I wish I had a computer, actual computer soundboard, but my it doesn't always work that way. So, congratulations, Paramore. You are now a perfect album for Rough Cuts. So, I yeah, could that's... just do random. Let's see what happens when I press random. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I had this. I'm gonna do... Oh, okay. Paramore, you are the first perfect album on Rough Cuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that there and calling it perfect. The perfect sound. <laughs> you are now renamed to Perfect Album rather than Jake Sound. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, when will that happen again? I don't know, but actually, that... I'm hoping that an album in two weeks will be like that. Ooh, let's hope that happens. So. Two, three weeks. I'm hoping that we get a. We. I hope that we get another perfect album. I'm hoping. All right. Well. Um, Speaking of perfect. No. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Paramore, for making such an uh, awesome album. Yes. And now, let's go to the part of the show where I act like an idiot. She's great. Her gay friend is really cool too. <laughs> Well, that ended perfectly. <laughs> I didn't realize how I edited that. <laughs> um, this is the part. This is called Jake's crazy K-pop moments. The part of the show where we talk about K-pop. Yes, Korean pop music, um, and the music that uh, Kim Jong Un hates. Um, Doesn't Kim Jong Un hate everything? He hates, he hates everything. It's like I did not order anchovies on my pizza. Blow you up! Blow you up! Ah, blow you up! What? Damn you, Windows. Damn you, Windows 8! Damn you, Windows 8! I want my start button. Blow it up. 
Where's my stuff? I press this button. I go to a weird home screen. What the hell? Sorry. <clears throat> oh, we love well, you. Well, uh, we don't. Can, we love but hate you at the same time, King Gentleman. Love to hate. There we go. Give you give us so much comedy that oh my god, there's this um meme where he holds up a, a, a Uno card. <laughs> he holds up it, it's oh my lord. No, 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 no. Stop it. Thank you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, no, that was this company calling me, and I hate when they do that. It's once a month. That's um, my new big total message tone. Anyway. <laughs> I've got it in um, that playlist now, so. Awesome. But, um, so he holds up an Uno card, and it says draw two on it, and he's like, hey, hey, America, draw two, and then it shows a picture of Obama, he's like, draw four, bitch. Oh. <laughs> and then it shows King Jong-un crying. Like, hmm. Oh, King Jong-un doesn't have a draw four to put on top of it? No, because we get, it, ours is a wild card, we also changed it to red. And he wanted it in green, so he got pissed off. Anyway, so we go into our K-pop moment. Um, part with with South Korea, which is the actual co- part of the uh, Korea we love, because they have they have some awesome songs that come out of it. Um, this week, we're actually I'm talking about probably one of the most famous um, uh, K-pop idols out there. Um, her name is Boa. Now, this girl has been doing music since she was about I think 12 or 11 years old. And she's now in her like late or early twenties, so which is weird to me because she's all, she's already been doing this for ten years or more, around this, and she debuted around the same time as Britney Spears. Huh. So, and that she's is only weird like to think that. She and she's only really, like really really young in her videos, by the way. And she's only twenty three or four now. I don't know what her actual age is, but. I'm like, she's already done 10 years. She's still got so much more stuff ahead of her. And she's just, this is the girl, the reason I'm doing her this week and not a new song from somebody, and I really haven't been doing it she recently anyway. She's 26. Anyways. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, she's in her late 20s. Never mind. And she's um, 1.6 meters high. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know if that's, wait, 1.6 meters, meters, three feet. So, uh, five, oh, I get so, so two meters would be six feet. So she's short. Anyways, um, <laughs> factoring. Trying to, I'm trying to remember my factoring methods from weird science. detour. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Shoot. Okay. So, sh- but unlike other artists, this is the artist that got me into K-pop. Like they're like not Girls Generation, not um, not uh. Big Bang, none, none of those people got me in. Boa was the first one, which, interesting name, by the way. It, it's short for um, Boa Kwan. And most artists, or Kwan Boa, because it's in reverse in an Asian language, um, most artists, they'll use only their, um, lat, their for us, it would be their last name. Um, because there are, like, the names that, the family names that are given are, there's, like, everyone's pretty much a Kwan or a, uh, uh, park or whatever, because it's part of the it's they're like a part of a dynasty names, yep. and whatever, whatever like family you were born into, you keep that name and stuff like you know, yeah, like how we use like uh, there's a lot of people like named Smith 
in the states. It's just it's like that, but it's more important over there than it is here because there's so many people here named Smith, and there's there's also so many John Smiths in the world. It's like it should be a crime if anyone names someone John Smith. No offense to my friend who's named John Smith. Two friends who are named John Smith, actually. I forgot. I, I know two people named John Smith. Um, which, if you're listening, John Smith, hi to both of you. Uh, how you doing? Congratulations on graduating. Congratulations um, on being John Smith. Yes. Uh, hope you save Pocahontas. Um, so, um, the three songs that I have for Boa, um, two are from her most recent album, and then one is from, one is arguably her most popular song. Um, I didn't do any of her early stuff because, um, well, first off, I can't get any of it on iTunes. And second, um, I, I, I got more into her, uh, later stuff. So that's what I'm going to pimp more. Um, the first song is her lead single off her new album called Only One, which is actually written by her and composed, which is very rare in, uh, the, the K-pop communities. Not many artists there write their own, unless you're a rapper, then you write your own music. But um, she composed it herself, and it has a very interesting uh, piano line in it that just uh, that, that's constantly played through the entire song. And um, in the music video, she's actually used, she's actually backed up by the same dance crew that is dancing for Madonna right now. Huh. So, and they're only on that video. They're not act. They don't perform with her live. Um, but. Um, I I I like it when um a K-pop artist um like doesn't like go in the stereotype where it's like there's only Koreans dancing back up with us. No, they there's um Big Bang has done this um she has done this 21 has done this where they have where it's more it's a more diverse cast that's um uh that's in the video than just it's promoting diversity instead of just like more, us Asians are more superior than you. Um, but, uh, so, I, I enjoy the dance version of this video a whole lot more than the drama version because the drama version puts me to sleep. Um, this one, and she's, this, I don't know if you, did you see this song that I posted? I saw all of them, yes. Okay. Except I had to, she, I turned the girls on top off because I was bored. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, but, would you, what did, what did you think about her dancing in Only One? Only One? I thought that was... Actually, I enjoyed the dancing a whole lot. I think... Mm. I liked... I, I didn't get why she was alone in that street. Plus, that street looked way too fake for my liking. Oh, it, it is. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> um, Whatever street looks like that, it's like, that has to be cardboard or something. A lot, a lot of... Um, the music videos that artists, that K-pop artists do, are all the same. They they just recraft it a little bit. But um, I'm pretty sure that music video or that that music video background was also used in "I Got a Boy." Oh, so, oh wait, different. Oh, so sorry. No, oh. um, but um, no, I really enjoy her dancing because she's very um story driven in her dancing. But and like the solo part was very interesting for her and the other dude that danced with her. Um, don't know the dude's name, um, but um, it's just she she like her her she still kept her ability to like sing and dance at the same time, which is very hard to do in anything you do. 
like there's a lot of artists out there that they will prefer not to dance in a um in a live performance because um your breathing technique is changed when um well when you're dancing and singing because you, you'll hear you'll hear deep breaths a lot more and it's not really that pleasing to the ear but boa on the other hand i've heard many live versions of this song and she actually trained at a young age to um sing and undergo um cardio at the same time so what she would do is she would sing and then and then run on a track so that she would train herself to be able to um master her breathing techniques so that she would uh not get too tired and also and still be able to keep a a steady vocal line yeah so is that why we don't do rough cuts dancing no (laughs) it's also (gasps) sorry it's like, hi, and uh, I know I'm this week is a uh, paramore. Oh my. Oh Um, but um, <clears throat> she did that at a very young age. She's getting to the point where it's harder to do now because she's getting older. But um, she's not like too old where it's not possible to do for her. Because let's face it, she's only 26. Um, but. She's she's starting to get to that age bracket where it's starting to like tone down a bit. All right, so this was a li- only one is kind of a hom- homage to her original stuff that she did when she was younger. Um, her next song, "The Shadow." Um, Which, when that loaded up, I thought I was watching Katy Perry's "Wide Awake." Just putting that out there. <laughs> it's uh, interesting. Um, it's also one of those only SM videos and SM Entertainment's her company that actually goes thinks outside the box because most of the SM videos out there are only dance videos like we've talked about earlier with when we were talking about um, Demi, uh, um, which was funny because she didn't dance in her video. Um, but um, for for this video, there's actually some sort of like it's not I don't know if it was really more of a story than just like oh what's she doing. So, like, there was a, there was a side thing going on to her actually performing in the song rather than just watching her dance the whole way through, which I was like, props to you, SM, for actually doing something different. Um, I The song has, has a little mixed emotion for me because um, at one point I really like the chorus where, where she's, uh, like, she transcends down in the chorus, her voice, and... That's really cool, and then her dancing's a little is a little is um if you see the dance, you'll know that that's what song it came from, or she like or she puts her hands on her hips and her shoulders go up, yeah. and then she rolls her head to the other side and puts the other shoulder up. I'm like, okay, what are you, are you trying to shrug someone off or something? Shrug it? No, no, I don't want to listen to you. Shrug, and eh, shrug. Um, <laughs> but um, other than that though, I'm I still I still enjoy that song. Um, but it's not my favorite one from her of all time. But her third one that I'm going to talk about um, is is her most popular song, and that's Girls on Top. Um, there are three versions of this song, by the way. Three? Um, yes, there are. There is the version of Eileen Taylor. Oh, shit. Sorry. Season. Whoops. I bumped that by accident. Oops. Um, <laughs> uh, what was it? Okay. There is a Korean version, which I linked here. There's also an English version. But 
I didn't link it because it's not really that popular and it's not that much English. kind of no oh no no, no. there is there's a lot of English to it but um it's just not my favorite of hers and I don't really want to link it but um uh and I'll actually say a little more on that in a little bit but um and th- and the third version's in Chinese <laughs> so yeah just throwing That's that obscure. out um, this episode but, of Rough um, Cuts will be uh, available in three different formats, audio, <laughs> video, and Chinese. <laughs> and, and, and in and book Indian, form, so. And <laughs> And we're thinking about doing Hindu soon. Yeah. Um, actually, it's funny because Indian, most Indians speak English. So. Anyway, so uh, Girls on Top, it's um, her most, arguably her most popular song out there. Which um, uh, kind of put I don't I wouldn't say put her on the map as like a as like an Asian Britney Spears, but um, it's very it, it it like show it is very different than what she does, and it's more um, uh, it's just a very unique song. It's like it's like it's more of like a hype song, and 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 it's for if you're a girl, then hey, listen to the song because it's gonna get you psyched because you're on top. Apparently, and I was kind of weirded out by the song. It was called "Girls on Top." I'm like, I hope she's not talking about sex. Not <laughs> that age. No, of course not. She's only what twenty. <laughs> I don't know, um, but I mean, I thought it was a really good song. And the English version's not bad. It's just once you hear hear like one version of the song, you hear another version. You're just like, mm. which is a problem for a lot of um, K-pop songs that either go into the Japanese market or the American market. Um, if the if they if you convert a song to that market, it's not always a guarantee that it's going to do well. Um, but there are some that do well. Like Girls' Generation has done many Japanese songs, and Boa has done many Japanese songs as well. Um, even some conversions from her original stuff that. Um, proved her to be a success in that market and so she's both as equally successful in both korean and japanese um she did do an english attempt um back in 2008 uh she released an, a full english album and it has it, fe- it features this song that i just think is the most botched up english song in the on the planet um it's it's a song called eat you up and well, she's it is about sex there Oh, of course not. Um, I will eat you up alive. Um, the lyrics to this song are so freaking simple um, that I can't remember it. Um, <laughs> brilliant. It's so simple. I can't even remember the lyrics of this song. Um, but um, the chorus is, um, I'll eat you up, your love, your love. Um, I'll eat you up, so yum yum. That's no joke. It's her, she goes so yum yum. Ew. Yeah. Um, can't get enough. I think I'm in love. Okay. <laughs> um, and thank you, uh, Boa, for that. Um, eat you up, Boa. Lyrics. Um, because there's there's um there's a few parts of this song that just just like okay cuz you if it, it, it seems like someone who the person who wrote it was originally korean and then um 
try to write it in English, which didn't quite go well for her, for that person. No. So it's uh, her first, the first line is, when I first saw you, I knew nothing like it used to be. Uh, boy, you have got to be the finest thing in history. The way I feel inside, it's just so hard to understand. You feed my appetite in ways I can't explain. Ew. Yeah. So yeah. it is kind of sexual. It is kind of um, that, yeah. But um, her, now, her, the video that she has for it, her dancing in the video, holy crap, is it good. Like, she has this style where she's like, uh, it's really urban hip-hop, where it's, when she was younger, it was just like, like, it's like, let's go, let's, like, like, no holding back. And yet, and she's also singing at the same time, I'm like, how are you doing that? Um, but, um, it was just, it was just like her, her first song uh, for for the American artists, which it really didn't, for the American audience, I don't know why I said artist, um, which that one really didn't go well. Her second single, however, it was called I Did It For Love. That one was better because it was actually produced and written by an American. Um, <laughs> it was actually produced by Sean Garrett, who is, uh, I don't know if he's, I don't think he's Interscope. I think he's, hmm, I don't remember what uh, he's on, but he's, he's, a, he's an American producer and he is featured on the song as well. Uh, way too much auto tune on that song, though. Uh, there's some. There was. There's no auto tune that needs to be on that song. No. But yeah, so go check this one out. Um, it's uh, her name's Boa, B O capital A. There you go. I'm serious. So, look for that. And also, I do want to promote one thing that I think we both equally enjoy. And I think you all will enjoy as well. You might remember a few week, a few months ago, we had on the show um, Brian Ibbett, um, who is famous by, for I can't get that. Famous for um, she's great. Uh, her gay friend is really cool too. <laughs> um, famous for that. Um, and you might also, if you if you know him, uh, you might also know about a musician named Andrew Allen. He is a jazz pianist or jazz musician that is really good. He did um, Smooth Federation last year, which is um, a, a collection of Star Trek songs that are giving a jazz flavor. And they're really, really good. And he's really brilliant in how he thinks up this stuff. I, I'm just like, you, you know, that that's something like you could hear it in a, in a restaurant and you like you would be like, oh, this sets the mood really well. And then if you're, but but if you're a nerd, you listen to it and you're like, wait, isn't that from Next Generation? <laughs> Holy crap, it is. <gasps> um, I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna go ahead and t- if you heard that and you know Brian and you liked Brian and you really wanna and you like him, if you like him so much, you should do this. You should go to Kickstarter right now. Yeah. And search free play. Free Play is a video game jazz tribute album, which is also done by Andrew Allen, which is actually um, going to, it's. I think the actual title for the album is going to be uh, Free Play, the Andrew Allen Trio, which features uh, Andrew Allen on piano, Brian House on bass, and Truman House on drums. Um, and it's an all video game tribute album where it features songs from all of your favorite video games. And it's being produced by Brian himself on Coverville Records, which will be the second album on the label. And it's already it's already backed. They've reached their goal of eleven thousand five eighty five. It's currently at thirteen eight three eight. 
but um, doesn't mean you all shouldn't. Doesn't mean you all need to stop funding it, because you know what they say: the more you give, the more you get back. Um, and it's just it just this seems like a great idea. Like, um, have you backed this yet? No, I haven't backed it yet. Oh, do you plan on backing it? I plan on it. Yes. Yes, it's there, and you have plenty of time too. It's seven days to go. Um, for the uh, project to be over, and they've got quite a few, quite a, awesome, a few awesome things. Like you can, uh, um, which one did I select? I don't remember which one I selected. <laughs> it's great. I should know this. Um, I think I, I think I did the thirty-five dollar one where you get the you get the digital and the physical copy. And then you get like a, the entire ten postcard collection illustrated by Brian Dunaway. So, oh, and signed by Andrew Allen. That's cool too. Um, but here's the cool thing. Here's why I'm promoting it a little bit. Um, it's not. Um, or what's interesting is when where they're recording this. They're not recording it in um, in in uh, uh, Colorado, which I think they did last time. I'm not completely sure. Um, they are coming to Franklin, Tennessee to record at the Wildwood Recording Studios. The awesome thing for me about that is that that studio is 40 minutes away from where I live. So I could possibly sit in, maybe. Brian, could you work that out somehow? <laughs> I mean, if it's going to be a problem, I understand. But, you know, I'm just saying. Y'all should check it out. It's the free play of video game uh, jazz tribute. Um, just go to kickstarter.com slash project slash Coverville and you should find a link to go there as well. So yes. So that's... Yes. Should we uh, talk about some pre-orders real quick? We shall. Uh, next week we are actually doing Michael Blake. Michael... I thought, I thought it was Booble. It's Bubble. Bubble. Michael Bubble. Bubble. And yes, it was 35 that I did, so... Uh, Michael Bubble. Michael Bubble. Uh, I'm, I'm worried because it's the pop genre and it shouldn't be there. Mm, yeah, no, 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 that's a little worrisome. It is. Too um, loved. Oh, God. What is this, Maroon 5? <laughs> yes, you got the uh, reference. Huzzah. Um, she will be loved. Um, Fall Out Boy has their new album coming out April 16th. Um, I'm, I've been obsessed, or not, I'm, I've been obsessed with their current single, "My Songs Know What You Did in the Dark." Like, I just thought it was a really awesome uh, song, and I'm kind of looking forward to this. I've never thought I'd say that, but I'm actually looking forward to this album, huh. which, which I never really had a too much of a care for for Fallout before because it was kind of like too. It kind of felt too commercial, but now they're doing this thing where they're saying they're not doing commercial, or they have some that are commercial, but most of it's not. So, props to you, Fallout Boy, and I can't wait to hear it. And pre-orders aren't working for me. That's just fantastic. Um, <clears throat> well, while you're looking that up, um, Kid Cudi's also releasing an album next week at the same time as Fallout Boy, which is called Indicud. What? Indica, Indica, that's what it's called. Hey, what do you know? 
It is. What a name. Snoop Lion! Woo! <laughs> Why, Snoop Lion? Why? Look at that album art, by the way. Yeah, it, it's look. it has a reggae feel to it. Yeah. Reggae, reggae, there we go. Reggae. I said reggae. <laughs> it, has a, it has a real reggae feel to it. Reggae. Um, that name is actually reggae. <laughs> Oh, Anyways. um, Amy Grant um, uh, is releasing her new album May fourteenth, um, in the Christian gospel genre. So featuring James Taylor on one of the songs and her husband Vince Gill on one of the songs, which is very interesting. I have see I haven't really heard that much of Vince in the past, and if you don't know who Vince Gill is, he's a country singer. Stop everything. Queens of Stone Age is coming out with a new album. Okay, then. <laughs> um, DNA by Little Mix, the British girl group that won X Factor a few years ago. Um, it's releasing their new album, May 28th. And let's see if there's one more I can find. Do you have another yeah, one? Queens of Stone Age is coming back after a hiatus. So, mm. this is going to be fantastic. It's... Uh... Coming out May thirty first. I got should be one more coming. They got a few more new albums on the list that they put on here finally. Um, but um, is there anyone on here that I know? All these albums I don't even know. So, <laughs> um, I guess the last one I'll oh okay I'll pimp this one. I've said it before. I'll do it again. Uh, Fantasia has a new album coming out April twenty third. She was the winner of season three of American Idol. Um, and it's a new R&B and soul album, and I've not really listened to much of her stuff. Um, I kind of want to, so I can... She's also... Oh, one of the songs is featuring Kelly Rowland and Missy Elliott. Huh. So, that would check be, that out, folks. That would be interesting. And that is going to do it, I think. That is going to do it. Uh, yes. I'm going to say we normally record this show every Thursday at around 4pm Mountain Time at tiny.cc slash rclive normally yes regularly. normally this week but next week hopefully for sure hopefully as far as I know there's, I don't think my job's going to keep me there until 5.30 um hopefully that's not how that don't happen um but if you would like to follow us on the show remember that's what well, you just said. It. Hold on, sorry. Um, our contact details for the show you can visit us at visit, visit us at our blog roughcutspodcast.blogspot.com. You can also email us at roughcutspodcast at gmail.com. If you have a topic of note you want us to talk about, if you want to have an album that you would like us to review, or any other nonsense uh, nude photos, we will definitely take those um, at g- roughcutspodcast at gmail.com. There's also a video feed, Dale, is that correct? That is correct. You can find that at youtube.com forward slash user forward slash chefwonderdc. And we are on iTunes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. You can also follow Dale on Twitter at... Twitter.com forward slash thedalecampbell. And you can follow Jake at Twitter at... Twitter.com slash thejakewesley. Why did we do or... this <laughs> I don't know. Huh. <laughs> I'm trying something different. Or... You can find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash user slash Cavo350. And remember, for Rough Cuts, it's it's spelled R-U-F-F, not R-U... Uh, or wait. R-U-F-F, not R-O-U-G-H. We should so. get both. 
Hmm. I wonder if we could. Anyway. Should, should do that. All right, but folks, that's going to do it for us this week. That is. Um, thank you so much for listening in. If you're, uh, if you've downloaded this, or if you're listening live, if you are. Yeah, the one um, viewer that won't reveal who they are. Yes. When will we find out who? I don't know. It will thank always you all for... remain a mystery. Yes. Thank you, Dale. Thank you, Jake, for rescheduling around me. That's perfectly fine. We will see you all next time. And any final words? Yes. Bye now. Bye. Why is that playing? I don't know. It's broken. There we go.